this is Amanda Bones. And I'm Ashley. And this is How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, the podcast. Episode nine. Nine. It's going to be a sad one. <laughs> I can't even get it out. Like, I'm just so sad. It is. I think it is going to be a sad one. Um, like, not necessarily low energy, but you can definitely feel just like the sadness in the wrestling community right now. Yeah. So, uh, Saturday, the fucking day after Christmas too, which is like awful. Um, Brody Lee died, which is super sad. And like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, I keep going back and forth. Like, oh, okay. Like I'm okay. And then, then I'm just not okay. And I think it just hits so hard because it's like, when you spend every Wednesday with someone like you kind of get attached in this way and even before that like when I was in my like actually watching WWE pretty regularly he was always on there too Mm. as Luke Harper but yeah it just fucking sucks I hadn't had the chance to experience Brody Lee even with like some of the WWE wrestling I've been watching like it just I hadn't got to I haven't gotten to a point where I'm watching watching it regularly enough so I unfortunately didn't know a whole lot about him but through doing this doing this particular episode and the matches and things that we've watched like you can tell that dude was such a freaking blast to be around yeah and so like I may not know him but I am saddened by this loss yeah yeah it's just been a hard one um I think, you know, so many, I I was going to, I had kind of typed up something, but I was just going to say that, like, I'm not, there's nothing I can say, like, about his history or his life or anything that people haven't already said, but just to continue on this path of, like, he was an amazing wrestler, an even better dude, like, which doesn't happen. Like, the craziest thing about this whole last few days has been companies are coming together which never happens oh really yeah like there's a lot of like I guess crossing the lines where they normally you wouldn't cross those lines Mm. and I think that that shows a lot about a person absolutely when you can just bring everyone together yeah I would agree with that like I imagine companies don't work with other companies because why would you? You're trying to maintain your company, but the fact that everybody's coming together speaks volumes to that dude's character. Yeah, like people from WWE posting on AEW's Instagram pages, like in the comments or whatever, and vice versa. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. Um, It's also been raining here for like two days, kind of, so that hasn't helped like lift the mood at all it's been pretty gray I think the whole world is just really sad about this yeah so yeah um we're gonna do a Brody Lee match today but first so you sent me the Brody Lee match I hadn't watched it yet and then you sent me that what the heck was it called hold on the being the elite episode yeah um the one that they did is kind of like a tribute to Brody um holy crap dude i'm glad i watched that first and the wrestling match after Mm -hmm. 
because I feel like in the being the elite episode, you can kind of get a feel for him more as a person and like some of the silly side come out and it was weird like not weird but it was cool that that one guy was just you know he had just come out as such and such and serious wrestler and then we were telling him like hey let's try this thing out and he wasn't for it necessarily and then as soon as he did the first episode he was like yeah I'm in (laughs) yeah yeah I think that was Alex Reynolds talking about that because, like, they were so goofy, and that's what being the elite has always been. I mean, it's been on forever. That's always been where you kind of put your campy stuff. And, like, that's okay. where, like, all the dudes, I think, have fun. Yeah. And so my cat's going to walk in front of me. That's a candle. Thank you. Yeah, that's a candle. Um, yeah, sorry. So uh, I think that... Being the elite is where that stuff kind of goes, but definitely within this last few months, especially this year, like pandemic year, they've really kind of hyped up being the elite. And it's been amazing because of Brody Lee and all of the Dark Order. I mean, it's it's basically the weekly Dark Order show now. <laughs> and it's it's funny every single week, like every single week. They're just ridiculous. And it looks like they're having fun. It does look like they're having a blast. I like that they showed some of the like bloopers from it too, where Brody's just kind of cracking up. <laughs> like that was super fun. Um, I lost my shit every time he threw papers at somebody. Yeah. Like could not even contain it. I was cracking the hell up every time. And then I also thoroughly enjoyed John Silver on somebody's shoulders in Brody's freaking rhinestone cowboy jacket. Like, fuck, I was dying. Yeah, it's our future. Um, also, it is our, it's totally our future. Um, there's a couple of, <laughs> there were a couple of moments going through that episode. Um, him saying, bitch was probably my favorite thing in the entire world (laughs) yeah and they all do it in that same like kind of like rolling your body up bitch (laughs) yeah I don't even do it very well I hope they continue that because that's just it's so good and I about lost my shit again when John Silver and somebody else run in they're like we have chilies Yeah, I, I need to show you more of the being the elite stuff because they had this whole thing that um, Matt Jackson and the Young Bucks kept losing their Chili's deal for the elite. <laughs> and so it's just hilarious that the Dark Order was the one who ended up getting it. That's fucking hilarious. And when he like hardcore screamed barbecue sauce, like just so good. <laughs> he did. It was so great. Um Oh, one of the things that he did that I thoroughly enjoyed was um, in a couple of the skits, he does like a, (laughs) he told some guy like, hey, you know that hug I gave you earlier? And the guy's like, yeah, bud, yeah. And he's like, you know how I like came in like this? And he's like, I take it back. Oh my, I'm stealing that immediately. I'm taking back hugs from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Fake out, the fake out hug where he flips him onto the table. Also, if I could learn how to do that, that will be implemented immediately. That'd be pretty amazing to see you do. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, I'm I, sure we can have it. I just, I, I'm glad. It's like one of those things I'm glad for the time that we had, but like, 
41's way too young. Way too young. Holy shit. And yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I have more to like I can say, but I just like, okay, I just got to get through this. You can do this. This, the match that you chose for us was like perfection. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really good one. I remember um, it happened before I started watching wrestling pretty regularly, but it was one of those matches that when I got pretty heavily into the shield, because, you know, Dean Ambrose and stuff, um, I went back and watched. And my boyfriend, one of his favorite wrestlers is Luke Harper. So <laughs> it's it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, cool, we're gonna we'll watch a couple old matches of his. But um I'm gonna <laughs> interchange Brody Lee and Luke Harper. Sorry, you're gonna you're just gonna have to keep Well up with that. I'm really glad that I did some Googling because because okay, so we chose or you chose, sorry, we I had no part in this. Um so you chose the Shield versus the Wyatt family at the WWE Elimination Chamber six-man tag team match. 2014, yeah. 2014, that's right. It was, I can't even believe that was six years ago. Anyways, um, so I did some Googling because they kept saying a bunch of, and then I was like, what? Is that Dean Ambrose before he was John Moxley? Yeah. <laughs> so I went ahead and Googled everybody's name from that time period and everybody's name now. That doesn't mean that I have any clue as to who's who and the names are probably going to get messed up. But I definitely remember Brody Lee's alternate name with WWE. It's just there's going to be a lot of back and forth, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll get we'll 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 get used to it. It'll be okay. We're just gonna start. I'm just gonna start calling everybody so and so, formerly known as that guy. Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, elimination chamber match. Um, basically, these two fractions were just there to like beat the shit out of each other. That's what I gathered. And that's what they did. Like fully. They- it was oh my god this like had to have been one of my favorite matches we've watched so far Mm -hmm. i just love when it's like all hell breaks loose yeah the shield enters through the crowd yeah they always do that okay so i had never seen that before so i was like what is this nonsense happening uh dina rose really just likes to walk around places so it seems to be one of his deals like we're just gonna kick it on this little walk yeah he just needs like time to get amped up maybe yeah it's his hype time (laughs) it's his hype time i'm gonna take a walk um also they look like like, fucking cops yeah and and that i mean i think the thing i said you didn't have their did it have their full entrance where it's like they spell out shield in code no thank god no I'm not sad that I missed that. It's like, yeah, you can hear like in all their voices them them spelling out shield and like Sierra Echo in oh, whatever. My stop it. Yeah, well, that, that was their that was their cool guy. Uh well they're the shield. They're the hounds of justice. The hounds okay, like the hounds of justice is way cooler than the shield. Um there's too much tactical gear. I'm going to need them to knock it off. And like, it, I was kind of, so obviously I'm not a fan of the shield, even after watching this match. 
Um, I was almost slightly disappointed with Dean Ambrose because I'm like, how are you a part of this? You're a two punk rock for this. Yeah, a little bit. Also, I don't know if you caught it, but he kind of has like my high school duck butt haircut going in this match. Dean Ambrose does? Yeah, he's got like bangs and then the back, I'm sure it's not like an actual duck butt. It's just because their hair is wet and he probably like ran his fingers through his hair, but it like sticks up in the back. Oh, funny. Yeah, I didn't catch that. It was a brief moment where I laughed hysterically and thanked him for the haunting of the duck butt haircut. At least you didn't have the Seth Rollins blonde splash like I did. Oh, Jesus. I also wrote that down. What's up with bleach spot? <laughs> it's my, my high school hair. I know that after high school, I think I had that those random blonde spots in my hair. That's no reason. Yeah. So, and then you get your first Roman Reigns match. Everyone loves Roman Reigns. I don't know. Is that that, like, pretty Aquaman looking dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a little too pretty for me. <laughs> I didn't realize, the weirdest thing in this whole match, I didn't realize how how blue his eyes are. They're very blue, and they, like, zone in on those constantly. Yeah. <laughs> those piercing blue Aquaman eyes. So then you do get to finally see the Wyatt family, which is no longer, I mean, Bray Wyatt's still there, but. Bray Wyatt is still around. Holy shit. I am so, like, I am so in love with the entirety of what the Wyatt family was. Their intro was super sick with the bunny mask and that little, like, torch lamp thing. They're giving me major swamp vibes. Yeah. I figured you'd be into it. And like some devil's rejects vibes. So in, so in immediately. <laughs> they definitely had that like kind of backwoods spooky family vibe. They totally do, especially with like one of them wearing the coveralls and then like a dirty wife beater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the crazy thing is if you look at Luke Harper then, mm-hmm. like just kind of grimy, even though, you know, everyone, all the stories coming out this week, everyone said his shirts actually smell amazing. <laughs> that was all him making them look disgusting but uh then you see him in a suit in AEW and I'm just like sir the range you're like this is well and then he like instead of wearing his hair down when he's in the suit he's got it in that man butt and and his beard's a little cleaned up too yeah I'm all for from start from backwoods Wyatt family to Brody Lee now I'm for it yeah the whole oh my god so good um they have the raddest entrance music ever it was like um god it reminded me of the true blood theme song which i'm really embarrassed about but (laughs) that song is rad yeah no it is good that's a good song who cares yes and then he fucking comes out in a rocking chair (laughs) i love it yeah that's classic wyatt I started, I'm starting to like Wyatt more and more as time goes on. I'm enjoying him. Oh, I, I don't even like Bray Wyatt at all, but. Oh, really? <laughs> the Wyatt family was like always super fun. The Wyatt family's sick. I'm still in, I'm so far in for Bray Wyatt. And like, what is that show he does? The Happy Place? Oh, the uh, Firefly Funhouse? Yeah, that one. Like, I'm super in. I don't yeah. like his dreadlocks now, but I can like have that. Oh, I forgot he didn't have he didn't always have those in this match. He didn't have them. No, he had like just normal hair. <laughs> yeah. Forgot. Uh, oh yeah, because we're in like Hawaiian shirt, weird bucket hat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
um the crowd the entire time the crowd in this match is so rad so like the white family comes out everybody's getting into the ring and the crowd is just chanting this is awesome yeah because i think there was a lot of hype between um these two groups like everyone wanted to see this oh i believe it this was like okay we're ready let's rip each other apart i mean at one point they're like yelling uh tables or something right get the tables i didn't hear that part that's that sucks i missed it um dude they don't even wait for the freaking bell to go off before they just all outrage on each other yeah so i was like fuck rules we're throwing them out throwing them out they're gone um the clothesline flip that happens i think orange hair in a green jumpsuit clotheslines is it bleach spot yeah well i mean yeah seth rollins just constantly gets get clotheslined in this match like (laughs) um so the guy with the red hair is eric rowan okay so let me let me rewind and say this sentence properly rowan clothesline flipped rollins yeah there you go i won't remember that in five minutes but that's That's fine we'll (laughs) struggle through it and then there was a drop kick. Was it Rollins that did a drop kick to somebody? Yes. Yes. Yeah. There was a lot of like really good big moves in this match. Yeah. And 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 Luke Harper's kind of known for those big boots. So where he just straight <laughs> up kicks you. Dude, dude. Oh my God. I was really stoked to see a match with this many people and so much movement happening and it not being like all slaps and punches. Like mm-hmm. They were legitimately doing some big moves the majority of the time, and I thought that was rad. Yeah, like you can definitely tell um, they were there to really put on a show, and they yeah. weren't they weren't messing around. I, yeah. Uh, there is a brief moment where Brody and Ambrose are trading chest slaps. <laughs> yeah, we Which- love those slaps. We do love a chest slap trade. I think it's super fun. <laughs> um, oh, and then Rowan okay. grabs, I think it's Dean Ambrose's head and tries to like many times smush his bean. Yeah. <laughs> and smush I was just head. like, oh my God. I can't imagine that that feels very nice. No. <laughs> mm Oof. that's also a new move hadn't seen that one before let me crush your head with my hands oh yeah that's i mean that's a great move uh so wyatt is outside of the ring mm-hmm. i don't know who he's with he's messing with one of the freaking shield guys i think it was um roman at this point maybe sure i'll go with that um there is some obnoxious little shit of a kid that screams out you're ugly and stupid. Say <laughs> Wyatt. And you can hear it plain as day. And I was just like, these fucking people. <laughs> Control your children. Control your children. I get it. Like, we're all in the heat of the moment and everything. But I'm like, you don't call somebody ugly and stupid. That's so messed up. That's such like a little kid thing to say, too. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> You're ugly and stupid. <laughs> both double double threat <laughs> oh my god and part of me is like that's a ballsy ass kid 
Oh, for seriously, I would never say no. that to someone. One, okay, I would never say that. One, I'd be terrified that whoever I said that to would come beat me up. Mm-hmm. Or two, I'd be terrified that one of my parents would beat the shit out of me for saying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yes. absolutely not. Or like my dad's favorite one was just like the slap upside the head. Ooh, yeah. So, so like not super painful but you definitely know that you just got put back in your place yeah you are not allowed to do that it's super demeaning <laughs> um so they get uh poor dean gets dragged out into the the stands yes by wyatt i think yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and then like we never see him again <laughs> he just disappears he takes he down <laughs> he takes him back to the swamp <laughs> oh my gosh um so i've never paid attention to what announcer table they get smashed into and this time i was paying attention and it was freaking spanish to like spanish got tore up first spanish or german always (laughs) spanish or german i was laughing pretty hard when i figured that out oh and then they started like disassembling the english announcer's table (laughs) yeah yeah they just i love when they like i don't know i guess it's a little monitor when they like throw it yes (laughs) he just like why just like grabbed it up and just chucked it (laughs) yeah because seth did it i believe to the spanish one but (laughs) like they just like threw it and they take that whole top off and it must be pretty easy to assemble if they can take it apart so easily I'd have to imagine that they do that on purpose. So that stuff like this can happen. Yeah, like I can't imagine that they're building those things so sturdy that, I mean, maybe. Who knows? We don't We don't really know. We don't know. And I don't know if we would ever be told the truth. You gotta protect the business. We know nothing. We know nothing. Not a thing. Um, there's a brief moments where moment where Dean Ambrose goes kind of nuts before he disappears into the crowd, never to be seen again. They're like, he's got like his mouth wide open, his tongue's hanging out, and he's just like, bah! Yeah, that's a cra- crazy boy, Dean. I was like, this is new. What's up, bud? That's before. Was that before he became the lunatic? I think so. I think we're on the way. <laughs> he became the lunatic? The lunatic fringe wow yeah and like he oh my god he had what was he had something called like ambrose asylum and like <laughs> um it's pretty I, might, <laughs> I think i might put like a flow chart together for every single wrestler we've covered and all of their wrestling names and characters that they have played <laughs> like things about like key things about them yes just just to <laughs> just to, like so we can look back and laugh at how far they've come yeah um, <laughs> so reigns try to spear wyatt yes but then luke stood in the way so couldn't do it yeah oh the sickest thing ever um so bleach spot and i'm gonna call him brody lee because that's what i know him that's as fine. okay that's so fine. bleach spot is belly up on the bottom rope and Brody Lee comes over to him and like grabs him by the legs, put, wraps his legs around his tum-tum and then I'm like well what the fuck is he going to do because if he tries to flip him he's going to hit that second rope. He's not going to go anywhere and then he does exactly that but it was the coolest like 
teeter-totter moment mm-hmm. where he just like smacks him into the second rope and he drops back down to the first one and I was like that is like the coolest weirdest move I've ever seen <laughs> like just so weird but way to use the rope to your advantage I really thought um Seth Rollins got his ass kicked in this match he really did he was all over the place he just like he got put through that announce table he got speared he got big booted he got he got really attacked by uh luke harper which i i think i know that they were pretty close but you could tell like okay cool like we're just gonna kill each other and have some fun (laughs) we'll go get denny's after the match yeah we'll hang out after and talk but (laughs) man wasn't really that soups involved i thought so too like i was actually shocked that they didn't use roman quite as much as i thought that they would have yeah like or that i remembered i i thought he was in it a lot more the announcers were saying like oh the leader of shield and i was like well the leader of shield much more than like supervising at this point (laughs) they would just supervising pan to his pierced blue eyes and then they'd pan away back to the carnage that was happening yeah and then um i mean he did and then he was the one who in the end got pinned mm-hmm. so i think that was super important <laughs> Come on. but, the, but the leader but the leader who just stood on the sidelines for majority of the match is the one that got pinned yeah um it was very cute the little offering that that was like aquaman's down he's obviously out or seems to be out and then Brody lee like offers him to Wyatt. Here you go. This, this is yours. Take him fearless leader. And then it doesn't work out. He ends up popping up. So they yeah. have to like go at it a little bit more. Yeah, I was like, hey, I slaughtered this thing for you. Do you want it? <laughs> it was like a cat bringing you a dead lizard. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So then um, I hear this thing called Sister Abigail's Kiss yeah i didn't realize it was it had a like another name no no sister abigail's always been his move that's always been bray's finisher i just didn't realize it was called sister abigail's kiss (laughs) just that it was called sister abigail because even in like when i looked it up on the wiki they just call it sister abigail so i wonder if whoever god jbl was on commentary and i absolutely hate jbl so (laughs) you <laughs> just like gave it another name because i can't remember who exactly said it mm. um but yeah no it was it was just called sister abigail well whether they put the kiss on the end or not um that's a pretty sick move name mm-hmm. it's also a sick move i really like it as a finisher i think it i think it looks aesthetically pleasing it does for sure it was dude such a freaking cool match from start to finish and i just love that i got to hear that that move was called sister abigail <laughs> like yeah because i heard it and i was like only this guy would come up with this name for this thing yeah well that was the whole speculation is we never actually got a sister abigail until i guess this year they kind of were teasing that it could be i don't know you watch more wwe than i do now <laughs> so um apparently little alexa bliss is kind of sister abigail a little bit but without actually being her is that the little crazy one that's around that's with wyatt all the time yeah ah interesting weird side note 
Um, she's engaged to Ryan Cabrera. What? Do you know who that is? Why does that name sit? Ryan, yeah, Ryan Cabrera. He had the dumbest hair and he had like one famous song, right? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, she's engaged to him and he's very heavily tattooed. That's so random. Yeah, sorry. That was my little side note that I just wanted to tell <laughs> Thank you for informing me about this. I'm going to have to look up what Ryan Cabrera looks like at this point because I'm like, what? He's still even a thing? Ryan Cabrera, get the hell out of here. That's so funny. So yeah, so um, Bray gets the pin on Roman. The match is over. Wyatt family wins. Yeah, which is, I mean, good job, guys. So, yeah. I mean, in all honesty, though, there's so many matches you can watch all over, literally all over, um, just of Brody Lee. So, go go watch some matches. I was just going to say, I might go back and just, like, watch more of his matches because he's a fun wrestler to watch. There was one that he did um, a really long time ago. I oh shit I think it was in Chikara I might be wrong Mm -hmm. but it was with a baby Cesaro and he wasn't even called Cesaro at the time (laughs) of course of course he wasn't I think it's his his real name it's his real name Claudio does no one just stick no no No. one sticks Mm -hmm. with one name because you go to a different company they have to change it yeah he was using his his actual name because in I mean right now he only goes as Cesaro but it used to be Antonio Cesaro (laughs) Oh, and his real name's Claudio, and the yeah. So there's they have a great match. It's in a freaking chain, like kind of a Hell in a Cell type match. Ooh, I'm in. So, um, that's fun. That's a great one. I'll have to check that one out. That yeah, he was in Ring of Honor. He was in a ton of stuff. Ring of Honor. Sorry, it just felt like it needed to be said like that. <laughs> yeah, there is a really great shoot interview of his that. Um, okay, so a shoot interview. Here's your one vocab for today because they don't have anything else. Um, a shoot interview is like them being interviewed by someone. It's usually like a friend or like someone that they trust, kind of, and they just talk about like actual behind the scenes business stuff. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like, oh, when, you know, they just talk about shit and matches and stuff. And there's just one that is so funny that is Eddie Kingston talking to him. <laughs> and they're just being real silly. And it's super cute. I can, you kind of get that little bit of charm that you can mm. tell kind of comes through. And they just like, you know, they just bury other people and just talk all the <laughs> shit. It's super funny, but... Yeah. Oh, so like everything I'd be into. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, shoot interviews are freaking long, like usually over an hour. Oh, dang. Yeah. I think wrestlers right. like to talk. I'm just going to have to like set time aside to just research all of this. Yeah. But yeah, no, there's tons of stuff you can watch um, to kind of keep his memory alive. Okay. And okay. yeah. Um, just briefly i'm gonna say if you i mean anyone out there who has the means to uh, all of the proceeds from his pro wrestling tees shop and um the AEW shop for his shirt go to his family he has like two young boys and a wife 
So yeah, well, I'll go buy something right now. So yeah, just, you know, I'm glad the companies are doing that. Like that's important. Yeah. And, um, CM Punk and McFoley also said any of the sales of their shirts from January are going to go to his family too. I think a lot of people are jumping aboard uh-huh. that not too much has been said. It's been two days. So yeah, I can't imagine too much is being said, but, um, also there's another wrestler named, uh, EC3 who put out a shirt in his honor, 100% of the proceeds that are going to his family. So, I mean, you can kind of see the impact this dude had. I love that. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad that like people are banding together to take care of the family. Cause when you lose someone that big in your life, like it's devastating. Yeah. We know from experience, huh? <laughs> yeah, but, but, I can't even say the full word. <laughs> Not to get like super personal, but you know, me and you have both lost our dads. Yes. In our twenties, even in our twenties. God. both of our dads were super young too um like I don't know how young his boys are or anything but like we both definitely know what it's like to lose your dad and it's freaking gnarly and I don't even know if there are words to be said to like I don't know help you cope just yeah fuh. it's just a weird thing yeah his boys are really young like really really young so I think one's nine and the other ones probably like I know he's just younger than that I don't know his exact age but yeah yeah, they're super young um the kind of cool thing I mean it sucks that again this happened and then but the impact coming out of it is nice to see because I don't think you get that with everybody but um this week's dynamite was pre-recorded and they're moving it to next week and doing a whole show just for Brody Lee Aww. the whole card is different um, matches that probably would never happen are, are happening and the first one which is kind of adorable and this is why I'm telling you um, the first one is his son's favorite guys together Aww. so it's actually Cody Orange Cassidy <laughs> and then um, number 10 from the Dark Order and they're facing Team Taz so that's gonna be too rad. Yeah, I from what people are saying, it's gonna be a completely different show. It's gonna be um solely focused on kind of keeping his memory alive and stuff. So it's gonna be sad as hell. And I swear to god, if grown men cry, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> oh my god. We will that's like my thing. Oh my god. Yeah, that'll whoo. I'm sure it's gonna be a tearjerker. Of course it is. Um I know everybody's like feeling this loss pretty hard, especially if they knew him. But I'm glad. I'm glad everybody's banding together. Like that's just huge. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Fuck. Um. Yeah. I was gonna talk more about you know the fact that we've lost significant people in our lives, but I, I just don't think I can. Um. We don't have to. We just want to send all our love to his wife and his kids and Absolutely. everyone that's hurting right now because of this. But yeah cool fun this was like rough like I really dude I enjoyed all the matches but I'm like I don't know if I can talk about anything other than the match because this is just emotional yeah I was I was doing well and then now that I have to like say other stuff I'm not doing I'm not okay um okay we're gonna end this now (laughs) literally I was just messing around on my phone when I saw the post and I 
walked out to the living room to tell my boyfriend and I just started crying and I couldn't get it out like at all um but yeah no it, it fucking sucks it does fucking suck and yeah just tell the people you love that you love them we say that we're very staunch believers in that so oh 100 i think because of us experiencing the losses when we did in our lives like it's important that you tell the people that you love that you love them like, yeah but especially because ours ours were both very sudden yeah like they popped fuck they came out of nowhere so yeah, like no warning yeah because you never know when it's your time to go so just fucking tell that person that you love them yeah hug your people even if you're not a hugger like yeah. us hug your people <laughs> um i'm sending you an air hug right now yeah over zoom hug because we can't actually hug. zoom hugs <laughs> yeah uh, jesus so i'm gonna be a mess on wednesday if anyone wants to talk to me because <laughs> i'm gonna cry well, um if on Instagram yeah I was gonna say if there's anything else that comes up um as far as like how to support his family we'll definitely post it and share it totally um, um I think that's really important absolutely we'll post all that stuff um I don't think it would be appropriate to do a 1010 would bang this time no so. we're not doing that no vocabulary this is just <laughs> yeah we just 100% wanted to do a tribute to fucking Brody Lee yeah it just needed to be talked about I couldn't I couldn't go without saying something and it felt really weird if we were just gonna act like nothing had happened <laughs> so. yeah well I'm like I'm glad that you felt the need to do that because then like it sucks my introduction was after his death but I'm stoked that there was an introduction yeah and there's so much like I said there's so much more you can see if you want a deep dive even if it's just the fun being the elite stuff it's honestly one of the best things like and look it's, at it all it's just so fun there's so many stories coming out I was on Twitter just like refreshing and refreshing and just reading <laughs> like this dude impacted so many people's lives ridiculous amounts oh. without like asking for anything in return that's fucking rad it sounds like he was just kind of a rad human yeah okay I don't know if there's any good way to end this um there's not uh next week's the new year that's kind of crazy it is fucking crazy. Oh, so this will come out New Year's Eve. So mm-hmm. happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year as I drop my pen. <laughs> <laughs> I only ask that everybody stay safe. Whatever it is you're going to do, just be fucking safe about it. Yeah. And again, just to reiterate, just tell your people you love them. And I jokingly put new year new me but that's not a thing that's <laughs> <laughs> new year same us yeah basically we'll still be here we'll still be kicking and yeah cool. i can't believe okay. it's ending but um yeah if you want to follow us oh yeah we're on instagram at how to talk wrestling pod and at twitter at httw pod and you can email us at the most fun email address to say <laughs> um hell to pay management at gmail.com hell two is in the word two um pay mgmt at gmail.com usually amanda does that i threw off the whole rhythm of the end of this <laughs> <laughs> no it was perfect because i hate saying that freaking email anyway <laughs> oh, i'll take care of it 
Okay, well, that's all for today. Go buy a t-shirt if you're capable of buying a t-shirt. Let's get some money to the families. And if we find anything else where you can donate or anything, we will definitely post it on our Instagram page. Yep. And we love you guys. Thanks for listening. All right. Have a good new year. Stay safe. Tell your people you love them. Also drink water. Yes. (laughs) Bye. Bye.